Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 263 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night. This week, we're just live on Facebook, normally on Instagram over at Comic Anthony D as well. But as always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. Also available on iTunes. And while you're there, please don't forget to five-star rate and review. I love reading the reviews. I love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys. There will be a bonus episode this week. I promise you guys, go to patreon.com slash KMF podcast. I appreciate you guys bearing with me. Um, you know, I got a little sick in January and then just getting back on track and doing everything. It kind of took a lot of my time, but you know, we're, we're back in the groove. We're moving now. So a new Patreon episode will be out this week. Patreon.com slash KMF podcast. Built Bar just sent me a sampler pack, an ambassador sampler pack. I haven't gotten it yet. I should get it today or tomorrow. I will let you know all about it. It's going to be good probably. I think it's going to be like an Apple type of thing. That's what they've been like sending in the emails. I don't even read their emails. I just, I like the protein bar. It's good. I don't care about all the other hoopla they send with it, but check it out at BuiltBar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST. This is a company I really do care about, Sailaway Coffee, the best nitro brew out there. They just released the chocolate cherry for Valentine's Day. This flavor is absolutely awesome. I know you're thinking, how good could it be? Trust me, this coffee is amazing. Check it out at SailawayCoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10. Long Island Company, but ships all over the country, so definitely check that out. Last weekend, I was with John Ziegler at the Belmore Firehouse. We had an awesome time doing the show. I'll talk more about that on the bonus episode on Patreon, but please go to his Instagram page. It took forever for him to get an Instagram page. I've known him for 13 years. He's had social media for only six months of that 13 years, but go over to John Ziegler Comedy. There is a link in his bio. Check it out. It's for his full-length comedy special, John Ziegler, Getting My Affairs in Order. It was on YouTube. You can also go and uh, check out Jim Brewer's podcast episode with him as well. It was a really good episode, so definitely go check it out, John Ziegler Comedy. Okay, we got through the intro, and I'm happy. I did it kind of fast because I'm really excited about uh, my guest today, my friend Steph from the Wine Over Matter podcast. Steph, how you doing? Hey, Anthony, what's going on? Nothing. Just, Glad to be back. I'm I'm so happy you're back, and I can't believe how long it's been since I you've been know. on. I know. Time goes by so fast, but also so slow at the same time. Like It feels like it was just yesterday that I was on, but I'm like, we're, we were just talking, and it's been over a year, right? It or was under a year. June 7th, 2021. Oh, my gosh. See, it doesn't feel like it was that long <laughs> no, ago. it doesn't. I had was, a... Oh my god! I had to look it up because I'm like, you know what? I want to have that. You know, here it is. You have back pocket ready. Yeah, and like you know, <laughs> and um, I was like, wow, that's really far. I'm like, you know, but you know, it's true because like you know, then things like happen like kind of rapidly for me, like in life. Yeah. Like absolutely. I, I moved, and this like that whole process. I changed the name of the pot. It's a whole mess of things happen in a short period of time. <laughs> it's crazy. I was. I mean, I was just listening to. Last week, I think's episode, which by the way, I hate that like I miss things sometimes on social media. <laughs> and la- the last two weeks at work, I've had to be on campus the five days for the first time in three years. I'm like, how did I miss that it was your five year anniversary? Like, how was this not like showing up in my feed? And I saw your <laughs> podcast, was listening to it today at work, and I'm like, happy freaking five years! Thank That's you, amazing five years. Well, he, I, I can't. I can't even imagine five years of a podcast. Well, you're gonna get. You guys are gonna get there. Definitely trust <laughs> I me. I hope so. Well, here's here's the thing. How you might have missed it because I missed it. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, that's why. So I knew it was in January, and like, okay. But in my head, it wasn't the end of January yet. It's like you know, the month just flies by. And I was at my brother's house. We were watching. Um, I think it was Championship Sunday. We were watching the football games, and I go on Facebook Memories, and I'm like, oh shit the podcast anniversary i'm like pop it's what? five years the podcast he goes what podcast i go my podcast we what podcast <laughs> um and that's the whole thing so i didn't i i would have done a thing leading up to it i just i really dropped the ball on that um i just you know i'm so preoccupied with other things that i'm you know 
So no, it's just, I, I get it, but that's a huge accomplishment you. that deserves to be celebrated. So it, huge congrats for that. Thank you. I did. I, I was, I had a, you know, I, I, I looking back on like five years, it, it, it was, it was definitely, um, it's crazy to think that like five years have gone by since I, I started this podcast, especially since I didn't want to do it. Um, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you know, there's a few things in my life that I could actually say, Hey, listen, I, I put the time and effort into comedy. I'll be coming up on 13 years. Um, and this is one of them too. Like, you know, five years of doing this podcast. So it's, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. But you guys, congratulations. Just did a hundred episodes, a hundred episodes. It seems like I can't even fathom that a hundred episodes is so many. And we're just continuing to truck along and going to keep doing it as long as it's fun. That's really just our criteria is if it's fun, we'll keep doing it. And when it becomes not fun, we'll quit. So. And- Coming up on two years, right? Does tomorrow the two year? Uh, Wednesday the two years? Our two year is I sometime in March, the beginning of March, oh, really? I believe. I, was... I think. Oh yeah, because I'm, do, I'm doing like math be... in my head. And it's, I... <laughs> I could be wrong. Laura's good at keeping track of all the dates. I want to say it's March because we are having our um, meetup March 18th, and I think it's right before that. Um, so some sometime in the beginning of March, we're almost we're almost to that two year mark. Oh, that's awesome! See, I, you yeah. guys are definitely going to be a podcast that I think sticks around because I don't I don't see how you don't have fun doing that podcast. Oh, it's so it's so much fun, and I mean, it started out you know as like our little COVID baby, and we had so much fun because we were in our little like um, pods, like where you only saw like certain people <laughs> at the time, you know, when we started this and. So it was an excuse when you couldn't see many other people to at least see each other once a week and we yeah. do it in person. And now that life's life again and normal and you go to work and you do all the all the things that you did before COVID, we're not always together. But it's also our excuse to hop on and, and catch up. And even if we hit play while we're catching up, like that is our excuse to yeah. talk to each other once a week and get filled in on each other's lives and and have that bestie time. So it's definitely a lot of fun. I, I, you know, I, I listen every week. I, I also like interject while I'm, you know, <laughs> listening to the, uh, listening to the podcast. I pretend I'm talking to you guys as the show's going on. Yeah. Like, you know, so, <laughs> You're like chiming in with your opinion. I am like, because like, I'm like, oh my God, like sometimes like you'll say something. I'm like, yes, I, I, I could definitely, I understand what's going on here. And like, I'm like, especially like, a lot, like you know, when you guys talk about sports, and like weight loss stuff, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, but I, I like, Glued I like, the, I like all the girl talk, please. I mean, who am I kidding? Oh, yeah. I'm like, it's I'm, fun. I'm a big rom com <laughs> guy, all that stuff. So like, yeah, that all is you know right up my alley. And so, <laughs> you know, the the meetup, I, I really wish I could be there. I'm one day I'm gonna make it out there. Yes, um, we would love to have you come out. And it's gonna be a secret. I'm not gonna tell you. I'm just gonna show up. I'm not, it's, not gonna... it's not gonna happen this time. Believe me. It's just... <laughs> I'm like on the phone with Laura right now. I'm like, yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I do when I do it, it will be a surprise. I, that's oh, yeah. I don't know when it's going to be. Have you come visit? Yeah, I've been meaning to get out there, but just like you know, um, the world and adulting. I'm trying to do both, and I it's not it. fun. I get and travel's so expensive still right now. I'm like, it, I want to get back to like the pre-COVID. Yes. like you could afford to like maybe do a weekend trip or something. Yeah, I, I went up a little hard. I was planning to come out there last October, and when I started pricing stuff beginning of the year to when it was getting closer and now I have to book this stuff. It was just way out of my price range. I'm like, I, I can't afford this. This is like ridiculous. Like everything's just like doubled. It's um, crazy. Yeah. I had the tickets already, which was okay, but I had to, you know, the hotel get in a car and like, you know, all this stuff was like, I remember I used to rent cars when I first started doing comedy. I didn't have a car. I had just broke up with my fiance. I moved back home. I lost my job. I was like a, the biggest hot mess you could find. So when I started doing the road, I would rent a car. I rent a car for like 60 bucks a day. I feel like it was less than that. I I remember renting cars for like $25 a day. Yeah. And like, and when I was looking at, when I was looking to come to California and rent the car, it was like close to $200 a day for for a car. Who can do that? I guess. What do you, what do you, I wasn't like, I was like, oh my God, what what am I going to even rent? I just hit a button. (laughs) I don't know what what I hit, but it made like a, a sparkly sound. I mean, it made like a sparkly noise, and it felt like it felt like there was going to be a surprise, like you were going to like walk in behind me. Yeah, the surprise is like, I'm in California. <laughs> <laughs> There's just 
There's one podcast where I'll always, every every episode I mess something up. I just hit a button by accident. So that's yeah, it makes it fun. Yeah, it makes it light. Yeah, surprise! I'm in California. This is really <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. I'd yeah, be all for it. I definitely want to come out there, and uh, definitely if I when I do come out there, it's gonna be around one of the meetups because I I, I want to be there. Yes, and I know there's people that would totally want to meet you there too. So that I would hope be so. so much fun. I, ho- I hope Absolutely. there is. You know, if we do the meetups here, like we did them on Long Island, and last year they did one in New Jersey I went to, and it was awesome. So fun. I'm always the only guy there, which is... Uh, you probably love that. You're like, hey, ladies. Yeah. No one, they're, all, they're all married. <laughs> that still makes it fun, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not fun like that. Like, fun as in, like, being the only guy. You're like, no, it is. all the ladies' attention. Yeah, you have to love it. It, no, it, it is. It, it absolutely is. So um, since the last time we talked on the podcast, a lot has happened. A lot has happened. So think about, I was thinking about this too. Like when we did that podcast, I think you hadn't met your boyfriend yet, right? No. So if you said that we last talked June. on your podcast, June of 2021, I was still dating MBM. Really? So, yes, I was dating him until July of 2021. Okay. Wow. So that ended in July. That was really, really hard for me. Um, started dating Jordan in September of 2021. Okay. And then fast forward to just a couple weeks ago, we live together now. So definitely, definitely um, a lot has changed since the last time we talked for sure. Yeah. Um, and Courtney says hello, by the way. She says hi, Hi, friends. Courtney. Uh, we yeah. love her. Courtney's the best. I had her on my, I gotta, I gotta have it back on here too, because, um, we had, we had a great time. time. Yes. And another reason why I want to go to Chicago one to see biz and I'm adding Courtney to that list too. Cause, um, there's some good people out in Chicago. So fun. Uh, so I remember like when that podcast happened, um, okay. So you guys, I I thought maybe my head had broken up with that. Then I remember I did, I did your podcast, I think maybe a month or so afterwards. And that's, that's what I was mixing up in my head. Like, okay, now we got it. So, yeah, because one of the best one of the best stories I think I've ever heard about someone finding somebody through the dating apps <laughs> is that Laura found Jordan for you on was it Bumble or Tinder? On Tinder. On Tinder so, of all of them. <laughs> Tinder. So I was anti Tinder. I was on all the dating apps, but I and including Tinder, and then I had chosen to give up on Tinder because I just thought it was gross. Like. I feel like there's different kinds of people that you find on each of the apps and Tinder just was gross for me. So I was kind of writing it off and Laura, my best friend, um, told me like, don't write off Tinder. I'm like, it's gross. I'm not into it. She's like, here, I was at her house one day and she's like, here, just put your profile on my phone. I'll swipe. I'll explain it to Jeff, her now fiance. Like if he wonders why I'm swiping on Tinder where they met. Um, and so she swiped, I was actually in Washington state visiting my parents and she texts me one night and is like, okay, I matched with this guy. Um, this conversation's kind of getting a little too into the conversation. <laughs> We're like, I need to hand it off or he's going to know it's not you. And of course I'm sleeping cause I'm a grandma. So I went to bed at like eight 30 or nine <laughs> and then woke up at like five 30, probably in the morning and was like, oops, sorry. Sure. Give him my number, you know? Um, but they still joke, uh, Jordan and Laura still joke that they matched first and they had the spark first. <laughs> but you know what though? I think that's, it's smart. I mean, who knows you better than your friends? Seriously. Like, you know, and I, cause I think what it took is your blinders away. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going into this. Okay. I'm op- open-minded. Like my, my friend found this guy. She chatted him up for a little bit. She knows what he's like. And I think that they'll they'll hit it off, you know, because I know, like, you know, I have a buddy, my, my guy I plugged in the beginning, my buddy John Ziegler. Um, so I've known him since I started doing comedy almost 13 years. Brutal truth. He will tell you if you want to hear it or not. He's, he's going to just tell you. And whenever I bring a girl around him, he'll be like, eh, it's nut job. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, it's crazy. It's not going to work out. Yeah, I'm like, what are you, like, you're excited. I was excited about it. I'm like, no, I think I like this one. Goes, hey, I like her, but she's, she's nutcase. She's crazy. Yeah, and he was always right. So it's like, you know, you wish that people can vet who you're going to date. And believe me, I've had a lot of those where I wish somebody would do (laughs) do a background check on them. And so you then meet your boyfriend. And did you feel like it was less pressure 
when you started talking to him or more? So I did feel like it was, so I had come out of, you know, my first relationship with MBM post-divorce. That mm-hmm. was like a, my first relationship. So you, your standards are high coming out of a divorce because there's things you don't want, but at the same time, like dating so scary and hard that when you meet somebody, you're, you're just kind of like glued to them and you're like, this is it, this is going to work no matter what. And so I definitely like walked on eggshells and had like just a lot of like trauma from my past relationship Mm -hmm. that I didn't want to bring into this one and was like letting things go that shouldn't have gone. And, you know, just it it was it was mostly like I like I thought this was normal. Like I thought my relationship with him was normal with the whole, you know, not wanting to spend time with me, not making time with me for me, canceling plans, like all of those things. I was just like, he's busy. He has a career. It's a job. Da, da, da. And um, kind of put up with that until the end when when like my heart was broken, basically. So with Jordan, um, I think I was just like really ready to date again. But I was like, I know that's not something I'm going to put up with. Like <laughs> you you get into a relationship and want to start spending time with somebody to spend time with yes. them. Like and so, you know, in MBM's case, he never should have been dating if his career was first and he didn't have time and he worked on the weekends and everything and didn't have time to invest in somebody. He never should have been on those dating sites. So that was something for me where I was like, OK, this person needs to want to spend time with me yeah. and make an effort and blah, blah, blah. And from the very beginning, that was the case with Jordan. Um, like, I've never felt like he didn't want to spend time with me or put in an effort. So that part of it was definitely um, something that I was on the lookout for and cautious about, but he definitely has has been the opposite of MBM in, in that aspect, which has been really, really nice. Yeah, just listening to the podcast and going, you know, following the relationship. Uh, I feel like I'm in, I'm like, I have like front row seats to a rom com and I'm loving it. <laughs> um, like, you know, I remember in the beginning, like, you know, he would want to spend time. You were kind of like a little cautious, it seemed like, because you came out of this. We, we do. We carry the scars with us from past relationships. I was in a relationship with somebody who was a lot like MBM, did not want to spend time with me. Yeah. You know, and when I said, like, you know, we should do this, and they go, nah, we, we, she goes, why? We, we know we like each other. I'm like, yeah, but that's why I want to, like, I want to just, like, and I, and I felt like I was pulling teeth to see her. And this was yeah. somebody who was talking with me that wanted to get married, that wanted to have kids, that want to do all this stuff. So if I said, you know, to, to have kids, you got to see each other. Like literally, you got to yeah. like, we got to go be in the same room. It's, you know, literally. It's, and yeah. <laughs> so like, it was crazy too. So it went like a business trip and like, she was like texting me from the business trip, how much she wants to have kids and like, let's start right away. And I was like, who is this person? Oh my God. Like, you didn't, she didn't see me before she left. Like, I didn't see her. Like she was leaving. Let's just say on a Thursday. I saw her maybe the week before and I come and say, I just want to see you for like 10 minutes to say goodbye to you before you trip. Yes. And it's like, I'm busy packing. I'm too busy. And then wow. she goes on the trip and is texting me how like, she can't wait to see me again. I'm like, this is like a crazy person. Um, Sounds familiar though. Yeah. So, <laughs> and like never wanted to have time. I mean, look, she's, she's married with kids now. Um, you know, whatever. And I'm again, I'm glad it's not me uh, because like, I can't be with somebody who's not going to put, I'm I'm a mush. I like, you know, I need attention. I, I like to give attention as well, but I also like to receive it. You know, you like just to feel like someone has got to be a balance. Like I yeah. need, I need that perfect balance of like time to myself, but all the attention in the world. It's, it's very simple. Yes. It's very, it's a very simple thing. <laughs> um, but like, you know, just listening to the podcast and, and just seeing how it went, like, you know, it seemed like everything like went as you would plan it to be almost like, you know, you wait a while to tell somebody how you really feel because you don't, you know, you're, you're putting the time in and doing all these fun things and you're traveling, you guys are traveling together and now you moved in. And the what annoys me the most about the anonymous messages you get is people like looking for problems already. Yes. What? It just, you can't be happy? I feel like, okay, so the conspiracist in me thinks sometimes that is um, an ex- could be or or friends some some of that's been very obvious lately not so much and then some of it is just i honestly think uh misery loves company so i think there's people that are miserable in their own situations yes. or 
for whatever reason. And they want you to be in that company with them. Like they don't like watching and they forget too that Instagram is a highlight reel. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sharing my bad times very often. You can listen to the podcast if you want to hear some of those. And even those I pick and choose, you (laughs) know, like you don't want to share every aspect of your life. Um, But social media is a highlight reel. So not that I'm making, trying to make my life look perfect. It, it, it's really, really good, especially, you know, this last year, but you have to remember, like, we all have problems and we all have things and you can't just drag somebody down with you because you're going through a hard time or you wish you had a a better relationship Mm -hmm. than you have or, or whatever it is. But I agree. I'm like, those anonymous messages you and I both use them. So we both, we both get the love. We both get the hate. Yes. And it's one of those things that like, I like using them because I get better engagement. People, more people will write comments or, yes, or questions on those thing. rather than if I put a question box up, like nobody's going to ask what they really want to ask. So <laughs> it's, it's definitely a, you have to have a thick skin too. You just have to let things either not bother you and not share it or share it and kind of put that person on blast for being a jerk. So, yeah. And I like to do that too. That's, that's fun for me. Uh, the comedian in me oh, yeah. loves like handling a heckler. Um, but like, you know, it is Instagram is a highlight reel. Again, we don't show everything. And I, I think, you know, both of us do a great job of sharing as far as on our podcasts and on our social Absolutely. media page, but there's things I don't, I'm not sharing everything. And people don't know everything. Oh, yeah, yeah no. It's still private life. And it's still, and like, this think like, you know, listen, there's, I think what you're saying the whole thing is it's the crabs in the barrel um, metaphor where like you get a bunch of crabs in a barrel. As soon as one tries to escape, the, the, the rest will pull them back down. And I think that's what you get on social media a lot too. Like here you are. I'm like, hey, you went through like you went through a divorce. You went through a bad breakup. You know, you, yeah, you took you a while to found, find your person. And like, now you're moved in together. And like, that's how you tell people who have got your back too, like they're happy for you and like want to see this work. And, like, yeah, okay, no one's perfect. There's going to be fights. There's going to be arguments. Like, they want you to do a reel where it's like you're having like, the worst day ever and, like, you and Jordan are fighting all day long. Is that what they want to see? Let me show you my most miserable day. Yeah, yeah. here. Hi, friends. Here's the, the worst day ever. <laughs> I cried for several hours on the couch before I even got up. Like, here's, like, you know, like, no, like, no one wants to see that. Like, but, like, you, and the whole thing you and you do, you've been sharing, like, reels. Like, every day you've been showing, like, you know, what you do, like, in – I think what else do people want? Like, I think that, you know, you, you, you know, what is, you want to see the misery? I mean, I, know, I and it's, and it's funny. It's like you, you know, you create a space. Most people don't share the misery or the hard parts mm-hmm. of their life on social media. And then the people that really open up like you and me that have a following and open up more so than a lot of people on social media, you know, we, we choose to do it in our own way. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily on Instagram. We will kind of, put that in our own little like safety net of our podcast or whatever, where we have more control over, over what we share and, and who's listening. Cause you, you have, you know, common people that listen and then there's people that will only listen if you tease something juicy. Yeah. Um, and so you kind of like protect that and keep that in your little like podcast circle. And even that it's like, I've shared really hard parts of my life. And so have you. And then, like you said, there, there's so much like, there's so many like work things I don't share or family things or friend things, because mm-hmm. if you care about somebody in your life, like you're not going to, or your career, <laughs> you're not going to like risk your career to say something on the podcast. So a lot of that gets held back. And you're also not going to like throw a family or a friend or a friend under the bus <clears> that you <throat> care about or share their beef or your beef with them or whatever. So it, there, there are lines drawn that you have to draw to like protect yourself and others in your life. But no, we do share a lot. So yeah, because no, nobody's putting a gun to our head asking us to no, do that. We choose to do it, to but do we it. also choose to create boundaries, and and people just have to live with those boundaries that we we create for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's funny because um, I was down at the cigar lounge a couple of weeks ago, and like I just went got you know I went I was in the hospital for a little bit for for a day. I went to the emergency room. I had like a gallbladder attack, and you know I I had bad uh, acid reflux. Um, so like I was saying, like, yeah, I was eating like, you know, I was eating what I shouldn't be eating. Like, oh, but I thought you eat clean. I'm like, that's what I show you. I mean, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to take a picture of me sitting in a Burger King parking lot with like, you know, a bag no. of food and like, you know, crying myself, you know, as a, you know, after I eat it, I'm like, I'm like yeah, see that. Exactly. But I show like when I cook good or this and that, like that, that's what I show. 
Exactly. Um, and I listen, I, I've talked about it all on the podcast, so it comes out eventually, but like in the moment, like I don't want to share like my most down times. It's, it's no, not fun. it's hard. Yeah, but people like I used to get comments on the on the Apple page. Like, you know, when people like leave um reviews. So you can only leave one review. You can't, you have to delete it and leave another one. Somebody was like, like, I don't know how they figured something out about me and an ex. And we're like leaving comments about it on there. And like, you know, like, oh, I know this, this is the person you were talking about. Like, why don't you just admit it? And like, I was like, whoa. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, it got like, and I think I know who it was. I, I blocked them on everything. Oh, God. Um, but like, it got, people are nuts. Yeah. It got like to a thing like, well, no, I wanted to keep that private. Like it was, it was a private thing, right. you know, I wasn't ready to share that part yet and things. I've shared some things from it, but I, again, it was my personal life and it was their personal life and they actually wanted to be very private with it um, because they had other things and, you know, not that they were in a relationship or anything, but like they had a kid and like, you know, it was just like, you know, it weren't, it wasn't something to be out into the open and I'm, I, right. I, I you, had to re, you had to respect that. Absolutely. No, like we, we choose to share certain things about our life, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that the people that are in our life sign up for that either, you know? And so like Jordan knows that I share, he's no, he's known about the podcast from the beginning. He doesn't mind being in little things once in a while in the background of my stories or whatever. Um, but like I have begged him to come on the podcast. I would love to hear the podcast. He's just not comfortable with it. So it's something I'm, I'm going to have to like continue to work on and like, (laughs) and be like, okay, what are your boundaries? What, what can we, what game can we play on the podcast or whatever? But like that, like for him that I think that just makes him nervous. Like, no, I don't mind kind of being like splashed into your Mm -hmm. life on your page and stuff and chime in with something funny once in a while. But like, I don't want to sit down conversation about my life on your podcast. <laughs> he's, he's made so, it in more. He's been, I like when he imitates you. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. All the, all the time. I, I started filming a story. Yes. I'm background. not good at storying. I feel like I sound so stupid. I'm not good when either. I try to story. I'm not good at either. My voice changes. Like I'm like, well, I don't know why my voice changes when I try to do a story. <laughs> I start everything with, okay guys. Hey guys. Like I'm like, why, what am I doing? Um, but I started people like I'm trying to do more with my Instagram page again. And so I was like, what do you guys want to see? One of the things they said is like hauls, like when you go grocery shopping or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I came home from Costco the other day and was like getting ready to like show what I got at Costco. And he's in the back background Hilarious. with his phone and he's like holding the receipt up <laughs> and he's like, oh my God, like pretending to imitate me. And people thought it was so it funny. Was hilarious. And I'm like, Oh, story of my life. Anytime I go to story, I'm like, I'm just as mortified as you. I swear. <laughs> so, but my my brother um, follows me on social media, and whenever I do something, in the back of my mind, I think of him rolling his eyes. <laughs> and like, since I've started becoming public, because he'll say something like, you know, when I go over the house, I'll make like comments or something like that. And I'm like, well, I do this for engagement, and like, you know, but like, I every time I go on my story and I see that he looked at it, I'm like, I know he was rolling his <laughs> eyes. Or he turned to my sister-in-law, made a comment. They were making fun of me oh, about yeah. something. Um, so yeah, it does. It makes me self-conscious a little bit. But I'm I don't like doing stories either. I you know yeah. as much as I like being in front of a microphone, talking in front of people as a comedian. There's just something about doing those stories. I feel weird. Like I don't like if you ever saw Talladega Nights when he's first interviewing. Yes. He's like I don't do it my hands. Like the car ran good. It's just it's so unnatural. Like it's yeah. just like you're not in normal life. You don't just put a phone in front of you and start talking to it to nobody, but it's actually, you know, thousands of people or whatever. <laughs> um, that's not normal. No. So you, you do, you know, fake a smile and you do change your voice a little bit to talk to like everybody on your stories. And, and then you listen back and you're like, this is so dumb. Like who watches this? Like, but clearly people do. I don't get it. <laughs> so my, my, my 40th birthday, I did a, a comedy show at one of the local clubs. And most of the people that came down were people, Long Island dub dubbers and followed me on Instagram that don't know me out in real life. And, you know, me on Instagram doing this is different than Anthony, the comedian in the green room dealing with comics and stuff. And my friend Brian McKenna went on stage and told them the truth. It was like, (laughs) oh, like the, the curtain's gone and he was making fun of me. He's like, 
he was telling a story about how, like, when he first started doing it with mics and I was hosting and he came in and asked me something. I was like, yeah, go over there and I'll tell you, like, in five seconds. When I'm right at the lineup, I'll give you the line. Like, you know. And then he's like, and now this guy is standing on top of a mountain eating a built bar, telling people <laughs> they can keep moving forward, they can do, live their dreams. And he's like, who is this guy? I don't know this guy. <laughs> but that's, you know, the two sides that, you know, that, like, you know, that come out sometimes. But, like, you know, again, my private life, I'm a certain way and I like certain things and... I don't think that would translate well on Instagram, like my sense right. of humor and stuff like that. So I, I stay away from that. Yeah. It's like, that's why there, you know, if there was one place that you had to do everything, there'd be only one place, but that's why there's so many like outlets, you yeah. know, there's YouTube, there's podcasts, there's Instagram, there's all these different outlets where you can be creative and they're not all meant necessarily to be used the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like with the podcast, like if I could just use the podcast and I could translate my, you know, 14,000 followers or whatever I had and just plopped them in and said, listen to my podcast every week (laughs) and thought they would, I would, but that's not the way it works. You don't just have a podcast and get listeners like a listener. And and I've learned this. I I tried to do OnlyFans years ago to make some extra money selling feet pictures or something. Didn't really try. I thought about it. And somebody told me they were like, that was a joke. I didn't really, oh, okay. I didn't really try. I'm like, you trying to be exclusive? It's one of those things that you're like, this seems so easy. Like, I just have to take pictures of my feet and people buy them. Yes. Like, you know, and and somebody had told me, like, no, you have to put, like, a face to the feet. Like, like they're not necessarily just buying pictures. And it's this is a really bad analogy, but it's the same way with a podcast <laughs> and Instagram. They To listen to your podcast. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. No. They have to put a face and yes. a person and a personality and who you are to it. And it's the same thing as yeah. selling pictures. Like on OnlyFans, when you're gonna sell, when you're gonna sell pictures, they want to put a face to the feet. That's you know that's what we're doing on Instagram and podcasting. We're putting faces it's, to the feet. Just whenever you think about it, think about it like that. So. It's you know what though it is. It's it's a good analogy in that sense that yes, um, you have to put a face to to the podcast because you know that's one of the things I think why you know your podcast got you know as popular as it did, is because okay they did follow you and they know who you guys are and then like you know you're giving them that little bit more that they wanted like that we talked about before like that little bit more. And I think that's also why my podcast, why I've done, I've been podcasting since, uh, since 2012. Nothing's ever, nothing's ever done what this podcast has done as far as like, you know, the listenership and the, the, the feedback I got because I was not, I was, it was, there were comedy podcasts, there were wrestling podcasts. There were like, you know, things that no one really cared about. And this is now I'm talking about something that people are struggling with and dealing with themselves. And the same thing with your podcast, you're talking about relationships and just everyday life that like, no, look, it can be done. Like I, you know, and listening to you guys, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm really not an adult. (laughs) Like, you know, when you guys talk about like doing all these things. I feel the same way when I listen to like literally anybody else. I'm like, wow, how do I get through life? I don't even understand. No, but you guys, you know, you're, you look at all the things, how far you've come, like, you know, from your divorce to here. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's a, it's an up. I mean, there's bumps in the road, but like you definitely, you know, pushed along. No, I, I definitely feel like I've come a long way. I just still don't know who decided to allow people to adult. Like, why do we not live oh, with our yeah. parents and like? I tried as <laughs> long as I could. <laughs> I tried as long as I could. I mean, um, it's it is hard. I mean, and I listen to Laura talk sometimes about like all the things her and Jeff are doing. I'm like. They're like so adult. They 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 talk about things and they have plans and they like Oh I, yeah, I'm, they're doing house remodels and they own a house. Googling like yeah, yeah. No, they are like the epitome of adults. Yes. I mean every time she says like okay, then I did research and like, I'm like, wait, you just don't like say you want something and go buy it? Like that's not how you do it? Like <laughs> <laughs> That's not how life works. I'm confused. Yeah, like even when Laura bought her car, like the whole the the research and everything, I'm like, wait, you just didn't go like and get it and that's how you did it? Like Yeah, it's you just... weren't just impulsive one day? Yeah, I'm like, that's how I do everything. It's like, okay, say I want it. Oh, I got yeah. it. No, I get it. That's how I end up with like, you know, twenty of the same things. And it's it's <laughs> it's it's dangerous. Like I had to take myself off of some stuff. Like I used to belong to this this page. Um it's called Cigar Bid. And you could bid on cigars, like, you know, so you get them cheaper. 
And there was this one thing where you can go on where like the price drops like as time goes on and then goes back up again. So you have to like find oh. out what the lowest price would be. And I'd be sitting there at night and like you don't think like ten dollars here and twenty dollars and like all of a sudden it like it's kind of, up. I'm like, where did this money go? Like because I'm just impulse but oh that looks good. That looks good. That looks good. That looks good. <laughs> and like it's like so that's how I am like with everything. And I have to like now I'm trying to reel that back and like just be it's like hard. It is hard. And I don't like it. I like I look at my nephews and my niece and I'm like, you don't realize this is the greatest time of your lives where there's no responsibility. Enjoy it now. Yeah, like, I can't wait to get older. I don't want to go to school. I'm like, you don't realize how good you have it. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I feel like every every child has that same thing. They just look forward to being an adult, and then they get there, and it's not all not all it's cracked up to be, that's for sure. No, I wanted to be an adult. I remember when I was a kid. I'm like, I can't wait to tell them, uh, for what? For this? Yeah, why? Like, this is what I wanted? Like I, I could literally have like somebody doing my laundry and making my meals and chauffeuring me around still. Like that sounds amazing. Yeah. I it was it was oh it was so great. It was it was the best. Imagine, <laughs> Those were the days. It was just great, like when you went into the kitchen, there was food. Yes, like, always. Everything. It was everything you Even wanted. Even if it wasn't cooked food, you still went into the pantry and it was just like snacks galore. Snacks. Like, like I oh never God, how like how did moms do it? Like how did they just like stock a pantry the way they I don't, my like, brother I don't, does it. I don't know how to do that. My we go to my brother's house and there's snacks everywhere. It's awesome. Yes, I feel like you have to with kids. There's kids. Like, he... I don't want kids, but would love to have a kid around <laughs> and somebody just to stock my pantry so I can have the same things that kids get. Yeah, so like <laughs> he has a corner and there's just like snacks. There's like there's veggie crisps and there's granola bars and there's fruit bars and there's like you know all these different like you know granola all these different snacks there like my, my niece likes those those mini muffin things so there's those yes. there. and then he brought home like he had these pita chips at the deli that didn't sell and the kids didn't like them i was eating them he's like like these are awesome he's like well thank god someone's <laughs> eating them you know it's like there's always something to eat at the house Yes, or, like they have no idea how good they have it no or i buy just for myself like you know what i'm going to eat during that week yeah, because I know if I had snacks in here, it'd be a total. A total oh yeah, mess. you'd go through a Costco size haul of snacks in three days. I'd be like gone. That's why I can't buy snacks at Costco. It's dangerous. It it's very. That's where they go. They go like Costco and like Restaurant Depot and places like that where they can load up. Yep. So now with living with somebody, and I see you're back on your grind, doing awesome. Yes, you it kinda, feels very good to be back doing that. You kind of stepped away from WW. You're doing yep. uh, calorie and macro counting. Yep. Is Jordan doing that as well, or is he just like be a supportive along for the ride? So he is not doing it himself. He's okay. um very supportive and just along for the ride. He's like the perfect amount of support, I think, because I think when you're doing something, even when you get a groove, like I feel like I have a groove right now, but it's still annoying sometimes. Like sometimes <laughs> you're tempted and you just want you know, even though you had planned to make like salmon burgers for dinner or something like you just want to go get a burrito and a margarita or something. And you need somebody that like, kind of is like a balance of like reminding you of your goals, but not like, not like crazy about it. Like you're in prison and you can't Mm -hmm. have fun if you need fun once in a while. So he's like a really good balance of that. And he reminds me like, like this past week was really, really, really busy at work. Like I was just, I had no idea what day it was any day. I was so tired. Like it was hard to like make what I had planned to make, but I was doing it anyways. And he, but I wasn't tracking. Okay. So I was like making for dinner most nights what I set out to make. And, but there was like more snacking, more other things going on. And I wasn't tracking just cause I was like, I don't have enough time in my day this week. It's like, I have enough time in my day to do just, just what I need to do to survive basically. And like tracking just can't fit in this week. And like, I definitely feel like I I'm paying the price of that for the past week. And then like just let, letting loose and having fun last weekend. And, um, but he's definitely like really good at reminding me like, Hey, like just start, just start tracking again. Like you always feel better when mm-hmm. you do and like reminds me, you know, that I have goals, but he's like that really good mix of, of like support, but also like, I'm not going to tell you what to do, which yeah. as an adult <laughs> you need, like, you don't want to feel like you live with a parent and no. that they're patrolling what you're, what you're doing and what you're not doing, but you also want to be like supported mm. in your goals and like have somebody there that cares that you continue working towards your goals. Absolutely. I've, I've, I've been with people that it felt like I was reporting to somebody. 
Like, you know, and, and I, that's not fun. That'll no. make you do the opposite. It, it definitely did. And I remember like my dad was so supportive. My mom, you know, was on Weight Watchers on and off and like always try, you know, was always trying to lose weight. And my dad was like, you know, I'll cook what you eat, you know, I'll eat what you cook. Like he was always just like easygoing and always supportive and, you know, because it is hard. It is tough when you, especially if someone's dealing with something like, and I would try to like, and then like, even like when I'm with somebody sometimes who's been on the program as well, I think that's going to be awesome. It's not because then they're looking at your stuff. They're tracking your food. They're, you know, resentful yep. because I get more points and it just, it's hard to find that, that person that's like, you know, it's a good balance, you know, and it, it makes that easier now, especially I've seen you've been cooking a lot more. A lot more, yeah. A yes. lot more. Like every night yes. you're making something. I am definitely cooking. So that was for multiple reasons. So that was like part of our arrangement with me moving in, like the way that we like calculated, um, like how much each of us were going to tr- contribute financially and everything else. Like the whole groceries and cooking was was my deal. Okay. And so I'm having fun with it too. You know, some nights I do recipes where I'm, I'm experimenting a little bit more and others are, are more simple. Like I do like, tuna melts last mm-hmm. week like that takes like no time but I'm definitely having fun um he loves it because he's been you know a bachelor he's never lived with anybody before and so nights that we're not together it's Postmates or DoorDash like every <laughs> single night so we joke that like DoorDash is like gonna send a search party out for him like because they're worried like they don't know where he is because he used to probably spend like I don't know like what do you spend in a normal DoorDash order like 25 30 bucks at least times, like, a day it's insane like four or five days a week <laughs> yeah because the delivery charges and the taxes and plus the restaurants you order from bump it up from the regular oh, price yeah. like it's not the normal price when doordash like first started happening during covid like became popular so it wasn't a thing where like they didn't let the restaurants bump it up at first like they told my brother you can't do that because people were like yeah i want a bacon egg and cheese and they would add stuff onto it and he's like yeah but they're adding things onto it i have to charge more he's like can't do that he's like and take it out of my place. I'm, and he got rid of it for a while. Yeah. And now they're like, yeah, raise everything because we're making more m- money off it now too. So. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, you order something, you think it's just a simple like dinner and like it comes, it's 30 bucks. It's like. It's ridiculous. So he's definitely loving the fact that he's saving so much money from not having to do that. And then mm-hmm. getting like home, home cooked meals, which is nice when you haven't had that, you know, recently. And then for me, it's, you know, he's, he's very like easygoing as far as what he wants to make. He is not a big like meal repeater. Mm-hmm. I am. That's why I used to not show as much cooking. Cause I'm like, I would me too. make something and eat the same thing all week. I'm mm-hmm. like, nobody wants to see that. Um, but now that I'm, I'm making something new every day, like I do show it, but he's not a big meal repeater. He doesn't like leftovers very often, unless it's like taco leftovers that you can put in a burrito the next day, you know? Um, but as as far as that, he's like, I don't care. Like whatever protein you make, whatever you make, like throw a carb in with it, like make <laughs> potatoes, make French fries, make not, you know, whatever. As long as there's a car, like something carby with it, I'm good. So I make something carby and I've probably been eating more carbs than, than I should recently yeah. because of that. But I, you know, it's all about like balance of like, he's not doing what I'm doing. So he should be able to eat what he yeah, wants he to wants- eat. And then I need to be responsible for myself and <laughs> Reel that in a little bit. I got. So. I got to have a carb too with my my dinner. I always got to have it's like so a potato. Without it, yeah. Like you know, and actually, potatoes are good. Like for my acid reflux, it actually absorbs some of the acid. Oh, good. Yeah, I did some research. It's actually it's not. It's a good and for my gallbladder as well. It's a it's a it's a good starch to have. Um, so I got to try to make sure when I eat, I get a starch in as well, so my gallbladder doesn't overwork. Yeah. Because I'm trying to push up the surgery as much as possible. I know. Like I don't need it right now. So I can keep everything just like flowing good. Like, so I did some research on what to eat. So I've been eating more potatoes. Um, you know, I, I enjoy them. I, but you know, like tonight I had made a sweet potato at my dinner and it just, I don't, I feel like it's, it's, you know, it's weird when you, when you're on track and you're eating like a lean protein and a vegetable to have that little bit of like, it, yeah, it just a puts a smile on your face. Absolutely. <laughs> and plus you guys have been, you did this thing where you're like, you call it romanticizing your drinks. Yes. Now that's a, I think that's a big thing too. And it's like a little thing you could do. And I, I, I love, like I saw I'm like, that's awesome because it's just something <laughs> simple. You guys are home eating dinner and you're putting your drinks in a fancy glass. Yep. Cause I try, so Jordan's not a big drinker. He'll mm-hmm. go to a brewery with me and have a beer or whatever, but 
Um, not not as big of a drinker as I am, but on weekdays, I try really hard not to drink um, wine or anything. Like I save that for my Fridays and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, in, you know, I would I love poppies. They're called P-O-P-P-I. It's this uh, probiotic drink, like soda drink or whatever, healthier really? soda. And I love them, but they're expensive. So I limit myself to once a day. So I've started to make that once a day my dinner drink but I've started romanticizing it. So I will like grab a pretty wine glass and put ice in it and pour it in there. And then whatever he has, he gets one in a wine glass and it just like makes dinner feel like, like you're at a restaurant when you're not, or you're, you're making it special when it's just a Monday night, you know? Um, And it's something like literally that simple that, and I shared, I even shared a quote on um, the podcast a few weeks ago or maybe months ago at this point. And it was just about romanticizing like everything in your life. Like if you can romanticize like your commute to work and you're looking and you're seeing that the sky's pink as the sun's coming up in the morning and oh my gosh, there's palm trees and it's so gorgeous. Like if you just focus on that, you know, walking into Trader Joe's and looking at the flowers and it's so beautiful, like all of those things that you do to romanticize your life, like make your life better, you know? And so- I loved that quote that we came across and it really stuck with me. And I just try to do that with everything in my life um, as much as I can, because it's so simple. Like there's this most simple, small things, the pouring your, your soda into a wine glass is yeah. so simple, but it, it, it makes such a huge difference with how you feel when you're drinking it, you know? Absolutely. Like, you know, you, you having dinner, it, it makes it just that extra special thing where like, you know, end of the day, you, you worked all day. You know, you need that time too, like just to unwind, relax, you know, and I, I do that again, like I, I go down to the cigar lounge or, you know, and I'll, I'll sit outside and have one. And I do, I try to, you know, I, I don't use the word romanticize, but I do, I make it an event. <laughs> like I mean, yeah. I, I, I enjoy it. I have, a, I have a game on. I'm just relaxing. You have, you have your routine. You grab your, you grab your iced coffee and yep. Yeah. Which I haven't had as much coffee as I'd like to, um, because it's with the acid in it, I have to. Okay. You know, I'm on medication right now, so I've been kind of getting coffee back into the mix. It's been positive okay. so far. Um, so far, so good. So far, but so you good. You used to be a big coffee oh drinker, huh? Yeah, like I would drink. Like I would say, I had two cups of coffee a day. I'd have two cups of coffee. A day. I had vats, of, <laughs> two vats of yeah. coffee a day. Like I had <laughs> in the morning, I would get a large coffee, which is at least twenty ounces. Oh, wow. Um, and then sometimes on lunch, I would run to Starbucks and get like a small one, like, you know, but, or like, and then when I go to the lounge, I get another 20 ounce coffee and like, that's 40 ounces of coffee a day. That's yes, a, that's a that's lot, a lot of coffee. And a lot of the times it was, I drink cold brew, so it's black. Um, and cold brew is strong. It's strong, but I, and there's the thing, I can just go right to bed. I don't, it doesn't keep me up. It has like, it keeps me from murdering people in the morning <laughs> and I go to sleep at night. It just, it makes the day. My life needs it to function. I, I thought I did. and uh, But now that I don't know if I'm not a doctor or anything, but I feel like it's better for my stomach that in the morning I take my medicine, I drink a little water, I have my breakfast, and I have water with that. And then I've been drinking coffee at night. But I'm trying to get it back in. I just actually bought, when I did food shopping, I bought a um, an oatmeal creamer that I'm going to try okay. to use. So I, cause I, I started drinking coffee black when I started doing, um, intermittent fasting Gotcha. a couple of years ago because you couldn't have calories before a certain time. So I just started drinking coffee black and I, I actually liked it, yeah. uh, but, but now I feel maybe like a creamer will be, and I got one that's like a no, no saturated fat and low sugar. So we'll see how it goes. Well, hopefully it, <laughs> hopefully the reintroduction to coffee mornings goes well. Yeah. Uh, so far, it's been good. Like, you know, I, if I eat something that doesn't really agree with me, I, I feel it. Like, you know, I yeah. get like, I got like the nauseous feeling. Um, like yesterday was my niece's birthday and my sister-in-law made this amazing cake. It was, do you remember the good humor bars, the strawberry ones with the crunchies on the outside? Yes. So she made a cake that looked like that. Oh my gosh. It was a strawberry cake. Like the, the, the inside of the cake had a strawberry flavor and the icing was like vanilla and she crunched up like vanilla Oreos, and like oh my god, that sounds amazing. And put like like you know red dye on them to make it look like that. And she it was and I had a piece. And this morning I was little little bad, not 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 horrible, but like I could just tell like okay, I didn't have to do that, but yeah, it was worth it though. You know, it was just worth 
having that piece of cake. It really Especially was. Especially being like homemade, like totally oh worth it. This cake, you know, it's good when you can smell it. Like when you yes. can smell the cake when it comes to the table. And it's like, oh my God. And my nephew Luke <laughs> too was like, oh, this is the best thing I've ever had in my life. I'm like, yeah, this was, this was really good. Oh my God. It sounds delicious. It was. I didn't, ha- I shouldn't have, you know, I had, I had a piece and that was it. I, you know, old me would went back for another one. Yep. Um, which I wouldn't have shown on Instagram either. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, just one slice for me, just, just to bite. Just a bite, a taste, and like, you know, I'll put it this way. <laughs> just a lick. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's true. It's, you got to find that balance, which has been the hardest part for me, you know, through all of this. Even when I was having a lot of success, there was no balance. Yeah. And I see, like, you know, watching your reels every day and stuff you're doing, it seems like you found a great balance that, that you know, do you miss WW at all? Or is it just like, I'm good at what I'm doing? I honestly don't. What, I think what I miss the most about, well, two things. I miss that community mm-hmm. that existed in the very beginning when I started, which is very different now. Very different. Um, it doesn't exist as and it was. So I do miss that. There's still community. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I miss the fact that I lost, you know, 40 pounds so quickly. Like it seemed like it was like four, four months, I think three, four months, like gone, 40 pounds gone. And like, I'm four months into this and I'm like 13 pounds down or something like that. And so feels like it's taking longer, but it feels like it's healthier how I'm doing it. It's more sustainable. I don't feel like I'm on a diet. I feel like I've just, it doesn't feel like a diet when I'm doing it. It feels like I'm being taught like nutrition, like I'm being taught what fuels my body, what my body needs, what I need to feel good, what I need to limit to not feel good when when I can have fun and loose track and, you know, by meaning counting just your protein. So they, they push protein with macros, like protein, protein. So track your protein, track your calories. When I loose track on like a, a day where I'm going to go to a brewery or winery or something, but it's, it just feels like a more normal way to live your life than WW to me. Like WW just felt like you have to remember a point that's associated with everything, but there's zero point foods, but then that changes every year. And then it, it, it's just too restrictive for me and just too much to remember and too much change all the time mm-hmm. um, where I never felt like I was really learning anything with WW, if that makes sense. No, ab- absolutely. And, you know, I, I still feel, I went back to it. I was, you know, I went, because for me, I had to go back to basics. You know, I'm, I was coming out of this, like, you know, in January, and like for me, that is basics, and I, I know I know this program. I know how to to work within it, and, and it works when I work it. And you know, I get more points than most people, so it's easier for me to navigate through that than if I had less. And I get like when you get like twenty five points a day, and then it's like you know all these foods at a zero, and then but this now it changes again. It it, it it's 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 hard. It's it's tough. Yeah, I don't. I never eat. I eat about half my points during the day um, because that's I do like a lot of zero point foods, but doesn't mean I'm going to double up on them. Like I know I eat, I'm full and then I'm good. Um, but I, I will add, I think down the road, you know, calorie counting and getting back into macros again. Um, I've just, I'm just trying to stay on track, you know, for the first time and, and consistently in a while. So, well, and you need to, everybody needs to do what, what, for them there's no right way or wrong way Mm -hmm. like just because I have an opinion about something doesn't doesn't mean anybody else has to have that same opinion on it but also like you do sometimes just need something to kickstart you know like sometimes you just need something that doesn't feel overwhelming like you're learning something brand new and you just need something that's familiar and you could hop back into and get a kickstart and then decide from that point on if it's gonna work or not you know um, so I think, I think that's great that you're getting back to it. It's very, very, very familiar for you. Um, you're very involved in the community. Yes. You've been around for a long time. So and in that community, it does feel like it's starting to come back a little bit. It's different. It's not the same people that it was, you know, Good back though. in 2018. It's a little shake up. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it is, you do see it back. I'm starting to see reels of like what I eat in a day, WW reels and stuff. And all of those things are what helps me when it comes to, my weight loss is watching yes. people's grocery hauls, what they eat in a day, their breakfast ideas, like all of those things. And especially if it's what you're doing, if you're also WW and they're like, here's my three point breakfast. You're like, that looks amazing. Like I can totally make that, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of nice seeing like the communities, even though it's different and not the same as 
as when we did it and loved it four years ago, like you are start, starting to see that come back. So it is nice. It is. And I think what, what's happening, they're going back, they're calling themselves Weight Watchers again. And their commercials, the marketing has been great. Like, you know, bringing back, like, you know, they're, they're kind of mocking what people are doing on social media in a way, yeah. <laughs> like returning those things, you know. And I think what happened was, you know, the last few years when the community kind of fell apart a little bit, it kind of shook out the people who weren't there for the right reasons that right. were just trying to, you know, clout chase and get followers. And, you know, you see them doing it with other things now. And the people who really care and that, like, you know, there for the community, they're there. And now the new people are coming in, which is great, you know, and they're starting because that community really was the best thing that I could have found at that time. And I totally agree. Yeah. And just one of the reasons why I did the podcast and wanted to share it and everything. And I go to every week I go to my workshop and it's like, I look forward to it every week. Yeah. I have an amazing coach, uh, Elise and Wantor. I go to five thirties on Wednesdays and it's, it's, it's a full house again, which is awesome, which I never thought I'd see post COVID like a full workshop. Um, yep. and it's just, it's, the support's awesome. Like one of the, uh, the reps from, uh, the companies we deal with wanted to take us out to dinner on Wednesday to his, his awesome steakhouse here on Long Island. And I was like, I have my, I have my workshop. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, you I'm are listening. dedicated. Yeah, and like I'm thinking, like I'm gonna go to the steak steakhouse. I'm gonna eat steak, potatoes, and everything's gonna be drowned in butter. Yeah. And I'm like, I I know I'm gonna feel the next day. I'm like, I'd rather go to my workshop and just feel get, good. Yeah, get something out, and I can come home. I can cook. If I want to make a steak, I'll make a steak. I don't need to go and you know. And you are. I was joking with you today. You are Chef Anthony D too. So I do what I can. <laughs> you do look like you cook really good like you always make like i am a good cook a meal like it's always yeah. like a protein a carb and a vegetable it's never just like a slop on a plate kind of thing no because which... you know well once i take the picture it it's it's <laughs> well understandably it's, me a, too. it's a nightmare uh what goes on afterwards <laughs> it's just like it's all hands on deck but i you know to me the whole thing about eating healthy was that it has to like you know it's got to my mind's got to be like, okay, it got, it's got to be attracted to it. So I do, I, I try to make things like, and you know, Target's great. I, I buy food at Target now and they had these stuffed chicken breasts with asparagus and cheddar. And I'm like, I like all those things. They looked so good. Air fried it up. And now, you know, and then I made my sweet potato and my vegetables, which I like them a little burnt. I like my vegetables burnt. So yeah. I have a, I have an electric skillet. I throw them in there and it's just, it's something simple. And especially on a Monday, I try to do something simple and it looked like it took me a while to make. That was a very quick dinner. Um, but I do, but I do. I was going to say like, it did not look like a quick dinner. It looked like uh, you put a lot of time and effort into that. So no, because I bought, so good. I bought the chicken breast already stuffed at from, um, from uh, target. I need to try those. But like normally when I cook, I, I, I enjoy it. I, I love, I love to cook. It It's, you know, that's one of the things too about for me being on track is doing that again is like, you know, cause I got into the habit where I was eating, you know, just picking something up on the way home. Um, or like, you know, heading out, grab something. And I was feeling, I was feeling horrible. I totally, totally there with you. I, I was in that zone for a long, mm -hmm. long time. And I just think like, you know, sometimes I ask myself, like, why am I posting this on Instagram? Like, why am I saying this on Instagram? Who cares to see my plate? Or like Jordan will ask me sometimes, he's like, like, I'll sit there like taking a picture of my food and trying to perfect it. And he'll just be like, oh my God, what are you doing? I'm like, you don't get it. Like it, it's for me, but it's also for other people because I got so much from other people. But mm -hmm. really, ultimately, the number one thing and the number one reason that I think I do it is accountability. Yes. So if I share what I'm eating for dinner and show you that is the accountability. That means I am not swinging through in and out. That means I am not going to Panda Express. That means I am eating what I'm showing you. Yes. So for me to post that, I don't really care what anybody else thinks. If I have people I know in my real life that think it's ridiculous or people that don't get it, like my mom's like, I don't understand whatever it is. Like it's accountability for me. It helps me. It helps me stay on track. So it's, my Instagram page is my little diary. You're either here or you're not. So absolutely, accountability. You know, sometimes like we'll, we'll 
and my brothers were eating dinner, and I don't take a picture, and my nephew would be like, but Uncle Cheese, you didn't take a picture of your dinner. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to, you know, because they're so used to me doing that. But, you know, my brother makes fun of me, but let me tell you something. When he, when he barbecues or grills, he has a whole thing set up. <laughs> he, his stories, I sent him to, Biz actually started following him because um, of the, I sent him, like, you got to see the stuff he makes. He, when he grills, he has like a whole, he has a, he has a playlist ready to go for his stories. Oh he my takes gosh. you from like section to section and like the song matches what he's doing. So he's just some, he could be just as big of a ham as he wanted to on social media. You're like, like come on. I, I know all about you. Yeah. And cause it, and it's like, he's, he knows what he's doing and like he uh, grilling and barbecuing hands down. One, one of the best cooks ever. Um, oh yeah. I'll give him a shout out on that. And, you know, I plug his deli enough, but like that, he is. But it's funny though when he he gets take. You know what it is too. Like you take pride in it, right? And you want to show Absolutely. it off. And and to me, that's how I look with cooking. Because you know, here's the thing: we all like we know we we want to eat. To me, this is what it thinks. So I like to try to make something that kind of looks like that. Like last week, I made a a bacon turkey burger without the Yum. bun, and it was awesome. And I'm I'm eating more bland now because of um. It's going on my stomach, so I don't put a lot of like hot spices in it. But just the natural flavors of sweet potato, vegetables, and the turkey burger with the cheese and the turkey bacon. I was in, I was, I'm like, this came out even better than I thought. Like, you know, sometimes like you make something. Don't you love that? Oh my God. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever made in my life. You're like, the world needs to know. Yeah. They need to know about this meal. Yeah. I'm like, I have to tell everybody. I have to post (laughs) it on social media. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. They need to know about this. But. I, I really again. I really enjoy what you're doing with the daily reels. I look forward Thank to those you. every day. I want to see what's going on. Um, <laughs> it's it's good Which, though. I mean, keep keep talking, but you okay. just reminded me. I'm gonna I'm gonna record for a minute. I, so I feel be... I feel famous now. I'm gonna be in the reel. <laughs> I'm gonna be very excited to see this. I can't. You wait You are now. gonna be in my reel tonight. I mean, awesome. Today was not an exciting day. It was a Monday, so it was like get up in the morning, go to work, come home from work. I'm like. Uh, what am I going to show people? Because there's definitely <laughs> haters that wonder why why I show um, yeah. brushing my teeth and getting gas. I'm like, do you know what vlogs are? Like, are you new here? Like, this is what we do. We show daily vlogs. I I yes. pulled people because I thought the same thing. I'm like, do people even enjoy this? Is this weird? No, I enjoy it. Um, and people enjoy it. So it's kind of a fun way to document my life. We'll see how long it lasts. But it's fun now. And you're, you're going to be in tonight. I, I can't wait. I, I really can't. And... <laughs> Well, you know, he's, he's, you mentioned that, like, you know, you show like the little like, brush your teeth, getting gas, doing like a, a skincare routine. You know what, though? There's people out there and I'm, it's like I'm not trying to, like, you know, be all melancholy and everything. But like, it's hard for them to get out of bed and brush their teeth. They're, they're so yes. down that like it does help. It's believe me, it's helping somebody. And that's that's the why, why you show it. And it also shows like, like, listen, I'm like everybody else. I get up, I brush my teeth, I go to work, I come home, I well, cook. It's so funny because my sister, she um, never really comments a whole, whole lot on my social media stuff. She'll like everything. She's supportive like that, but she doesn't dwell on anything really. And she's been commenting, messaging me or texting me about all my reels. And she, like when I posted the the um, question asking, do you guys want this daily? Do you want weekends? What do you want? Like she texts me and she's like, please keep doing it daily. Like you are, you motivate me. Like she gets mm-hmm. really in a rut of just like staying home and not getting out there and not going to the store and not going shopping and, and going for walks or doing things. And she's like seeing you like just do kind of normal things in life that like I've gotten out of the habit of doing. She's like really motivates me to do things. And honestly, <laughs> honestly, by it's going back to the accountability piece of it, it makes me a more productive yes. person. You know what I mean? And And so anything that I can do, to a entertain others, but more importantly, motivate myself and hold hold myself accountable and do things that are going to better my own life. Like all about it. Again, if you don't like it, yeah, there's an unfollow button. The there's, there's a way. There's a way to go. <laughs> Change the channel. There's uh, plenty of channel boring channels out there. You don't have to stay tuned to my fun <laughs> ones. Fine. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. And Steph, I just want to thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I mean, that went by quick. I mean, it did. It flew by. Thank you so much for having me. Anthony. No problem. So much fun. So please tell everybody where they could find you, where they could, uh, all the plugs. Yes. You can find me on Instagram, authentically stuff. Um, you can listen to our podcast. You can search wine over matter or follow us on Instagram at wine over matter pod. And definitely check the podcast out. It's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. I'm, I'm hooked. 
every week. Thank you. That's, that's, that's why I start my. It gets me through the day at work too, because like I listen on the way in, and then like I will listen at work, and sometimes work is crazy, and then like I listen, I finish on the way home, and it's like it's just it's my Wednesday, and I love it. I love it. So Steph, we'll definitely have you back again. It's not, and I'm. It's not going to be that long. I don't want to wait that long again. <laughs> nope. And you're you're coming back on our podcast soon too. Absolutely. I can't. I can't wait. Thank. We thank you. Either. Thank you, Steph. I really appreciate you doing the show and. uh Talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye, Anthony. Bye, Steph. All right, everybody. I want to thank you for joining us live on Facebook. Next week, we'll be back live on Instagram. You can check the podcast out, though, at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. Five-star rate review on iTunes. Love reading them, love sharing them, and bringing about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. You can download it on iTunes, and while you're there, his new band, Demon Scar, they're dropping new music like crazy. Also, got they're going to be featured in three songs in a ho- upcoming horror movies. Check it out at demonscar.bandcamp.com. Only one place to go for your deli needs this Super Bowl Sunday. Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show, and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese. Best sandwich out there. Not because it's named after me, because it really is that good. Once again, I want to thank everybody who joined us tonight. I will talk to you later. Have a great week.